Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. ED. Yo. It's the day before the day before. Niners going to Vegas to continue this regular season. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on Believe. Plenty to get to on this show. Uh, Brock Purdy, he's the man. It is his job, ED. At least, so says Peter King. We'll talk about that. Uh, Bosa, obviously he's up for DPOY. Get you a friend that supports you like Eric Armstead does. That's all I got to say. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit. And of course, your keys, ED, as well. Uh, as always, we want to continue to encourage you to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find your podcast. If there's a like or a follow button on your particular podcast subscription service, hit that like or follow button. Uh, go ahead, give us a like on YouTube. You like the merch, go ahead and hit up believe.shop.com. It's Friday full. I got the shirt on right now. Uh, all that. We got all that for you, of course. And you can hit us up on social media. You need any of this info, hit us up on social media. You got Niners questions, whatever you have. I'm at our Haylock on Twitter. He is at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I am at Watch Ray Ray. He is at ED25. As always, we are brought to you by the fine folks at Bet Online. Look, we're getting down to the last couple of weeks here of the NFL season. College football bowl season is upon. Not only is it upon us, but you got the football playoff coming up just this weekend. Uh, some of the bigger bowl games are happening this weekend. Uh, you got NBA action. You got a little puck as well in the NHL. Uh, Australian Open is right around the corner for all my tennis folks out there. Whatever it is you want, Bet Online has you covered. Go ahead and head over to the website, betonline.ag, to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use the promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V. To receive your rewards, bet online where the game starts. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. This is our last pod of the year, Ed. Uh, this is true. 2023 is 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 near. It's it's, a it's upon us. Yeah, we're less than 48 hours away from from the new year here. Um, I don't know what the rule is on uh, Christmas decorations. I'm, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see I still got my Santa hat on. The first. It's the first. It's the first. You got so, they they, they all the gotta first, be put away. So on the first or before yes. the first? On the first, you put them away. Everything goes. That's it. Okay. So I can still say ten nine eight seven six five four three two one with the Christmas tree up is what you're saying. Yep. And then when and when you get up that next morning, it's time to put all of that away. So in other words, which, the holiday which, season is over. Is over. Okay. So in other words, what you're saying is the next time we do a pod, I shouldn't be wearing this hat. Is what you're That's saying. what I'm saying. Okay. All right. You don't That's see the, you don't see the Christmas pajamas I got on either. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> uh, so let's talk some Niners here. Obviously, uh, Brock Purdy. It's Purdy time, and, and this story just gets better, right? I mean, you. You you saw the emotion pouring from Pops when, you know, he, he made his first start. He came out in that first game. Of course, it was against the Dolphins. Um, came on in relief in that one. Uh, but, but you saw Pops' emotions just overflowing after that first start. You can only imagine what he was going through during that Miami Dolphins game. Come to find out, Purdy grew up a Dolphins fan because Pops was a Dolphins fan. He wears 13 because of Dan Marino. All this stuff, I don't know about you, yeah. but it's so 
freaking cool uh, to me. And I'm sure that just added an extra layer for Pops, right? As he saw his boy go through this. And so we've talked about this here on the pod, right? We've, we've talked about it. I feel like we've advanced the conversation even more after seeing Purdy play. And now we're at the point to where it's being suggested or mentioned that the job belongs to Brock Purdy, regardless of if he wins the Super Bowl or not. This according to the legend, the Hall of Famer, one Mr. Peter King, Mr. Monday, uh-huh. the quarterback himself, uh, legend in the game. All props, respect to Peter King. You talk about NFL writers. I mean, he's right up there at, at, at the top or, or near the top, depending on you know who your guys are. But um, look, Peter King's is locked in to the league as there is, right? In, in, yeah. terms, in terms of, of journalists, he tends to believe Purdy's done enough. It's his job, regardless mm-hmm. of what happens the rest of this year. What say you, ED? I disagree. I disagree. I've already said it. I told Peter I disagree. Um, because I still think you you have to be able to explain away two things. Your desire to leave him there when he is when he didn't do anything more than the previous guy did. By that I mean ten. Jimmy Garoppolo took you to the Super Bowl, didn't win the Super Bowl. Um, he took you to the NFC Championship, you didn't win the NFC Championship. So you you look at that. He took you to another, um, you know. So you look at you look at what this guy has done from took you to the playoffs in, a, in another season. You look at the things that he's done. Um, if that's not if that wasn't good enough, you went out to replace him. You got to explain that away. Now you may explain it away. Hey, this guy's just better. He's this. He's that. Blah blah blah. Better talent. All this stuff. Everything. Okay. If that's the case. Why did you? Now you got to explain away the three draft picks. Why? Why did you put that in? Put that type of value into the other guy. You got to explain away the price tag. I don't think you can do that without giving. Trey an opportunity to play if he doesn't win the Super Bowl. That explains everything away. So that's why I'm saying without a Super Bowl, I don't think it's going to really be a conversation. He Nobody takes a job, man. Opportunities are given and taken, and they have to give Trey an opportunity based on the price tag. Unless, you know, I keep throwing it, unless he wins it all. Now, you can even explain that not only to Jed, and the rest of the ownership group, you can explain that to Trey. It's 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 just too easy if he wins the Super Bowl to say, you know what, this guy goes in the camp number one. So that's why I disagree with that's where I disagree with Peter. I can't say it's his job right now. Okay, let me walk that back a little bit. Okay. Uh Peter said if Brock Purdy takes the field six more times. So essentially he's saying if he makes it to the Super Bowl. If he makes it to the Super Bowl. Regardless of if he wins the Super Bowl, right? So yeah. yeah. So not necessarily that it's his job right now. He's in enough right now, right? Um, mm-hmm. So if he takes the field six more times, meaning if he gets to the Super Bowl, he gets to where Super Bowl this year, Arizona. He, if he gets there, uh, then it's his job, regardless of if he wins or not. You're saying that Brock's got to win the whole thing. Now, yeah. let me play devil's advocate here. What, okay. I don't really like that term. What, what's another? Tweet me. What, what's another term for devil's advocate? How um, about I give you an alternative point of view? There you go. It is Purdy's job. Mm-hmm. You talked about the draft capital. 
Yeah. If you have the opportunity to get some of that back via uh-huh. trade of Trey. You can kind of reset the timeline here for the franchise. Uh-huh. Maybe extend a couple of guys, keep a couple of guys, maybe a little bit longer than you would have been able to for cap salary yeah. cap purposes. What if that sets you up a little bit better, considering you now have Purdy on this rookie deal for the next couple of years, right? You kind of re- reset okay. things a little bit. Okay. Now, with that being said, um, okay, what draft capital do you expect to get for um, Trey Lance? That's a good. I question. got it. Uh huh. That's a good. That's a good question. I mean, yeah. you would. You would imagine you you'd figure they gave up what three they swapped a one and gave and and got two ones right yeah that, so let's basically so basically let's just say you drafted him with the one so that means you you're gonna want a one back mm-hmm. or you wasted that mm-hmm. one and then okay. you gave away two other ones right okay and then there was something else in the in the package too right. Yeah, there are a couple of couple a couple of other, twos uh, and other, yeah, a couple other picks thrown in there. Yeah, as well. yeah. Um, so let's just stick to the three ones. What if you can get two of those ones back? You're not. How are you gonna get two ones back for a guy who's never played and been injured? You're not. So who's what gonna, do you? Who, think, so who is going to Who is going to give you? Uh, that's that's that's. Well, you brought this up, uh, Mr. Alternative um, <laughs> Opinion. <laughs> I'm just trying. Who? Who is going to give you two ones for a guy that has not played football? He's played what three games in since you know. So in his he started since high school. He started twenty games, and everyone thought it was a reach for him to be drafted that highly anyway. So now, who's going to give you that draft capital back on a maybe? He hasn't played yet. So that's the that's the issue. He's got to play for for him to have any value. We look at Jimmy Garoppolo. Why does Jimmy have have value? And nothing else. I know Jimmy can win a game. I know Jimmy can win playoff games. I know Jimmy can take a, a team to the Super Bowl. Might not like him. You may not think he's he's good or whatever. That that's irrelevant. You know he can run an offense. You know he can win football games for you on Sunday. It's on film. Trey doesn't have any tape, man. So that's the issue. So now that's great when you're coming out of college because it's all based on potential. That's one selection. You're talking multiple selections and me tying myself to this player. So think about that. You're the GM that makes this trade for multiple ones. You're tying yourself to that player, just like John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan are tied to him right now. So – it was two. It was so they swapped picks, two ones, and then a third. Okay, was the past draft, which got 20, it. Twenty-two draft, got it. So, okay, you can't get two ones back. What if you're able? No, to you're not gonna get no, not not until he plays. What if you're able yeah. to get back a one and a and a three? If you're able to get back a one and a three, if you if you're able to get back a one and a three, you can look at it like I, I if if you're deciding to go with Purdy. If you're deciding to go with Purdy, then I think you would make that trade if you believe he's that guy. I still don't see why how you're going to make that trade without Trey playing because I think you and I agree on this. You have to believe that Trey Lance has more physical ability than Purdy. You drafted one at the end. You drafted the other one at the beginning. You have to believe that he's better. So 
you were that wrong about both of them? You were that wrong. Again, take that back to your decision-making when talking to ownership. You were that wrong? You were an entire draft wrong on both players. That I know you've got a lot of good things in there when you, you look at this you team. You, you also, you're, not, you're not only admitting the fault on Trey, but you're also admitting the fault on Brock. On your well. evaluation on both players at the, at the most important position. Coming off of a guy, wait, coming off of a guy that you believed was going to be your guy that you had to upgrade from in number 10, the most important position. You got a defensive team. Now, remember, this is a defensive team, defensive club, where you keep losing your deep because we all say that Kyle's been winning. Defense has been carrying this club, right? Not the quarterback, not the offense, the defense, and you keep losing your coordinators. Um, and you're going to eventually lose some of those players because you're not going to be able to pay them all. So if you start to go down on that side and you keep missing on the most important aspect, the quarterback, that's kind of iffy. Now, back to where I started all this. If he wins it, if he plays well, that's all good. But I think it's difficult. That's all I'm saying. If if he does not win the Super Bowl, I don't think you do anything other. If he goes to the Super Bowl, you know what they're going to say? They're going to say, you know what? He played really well, and we're going to have quarterback competition. We know there's no such thing as a quarterback competition. What you're saying is that Trey is going to be our quarterback unless he screws it up. Trey, we, because you are you can't beat somebody out. And nobody nobody kind of figures out who the quarterback is. You make somebody your quarterback. Case in point, I was up in Seattle. I was up in Seattle in training camp. You know that. Day one. Day one. Geno Smith's the quarterback. Drew Locke is in. We're going to give Drew his opportunities. We're going to do this. But Geno Smith is going to be the quarterback. Why is Geno Smith going to be the quarterback? Because Geno Smith can handle he can handle the fact that he's not performing well and then um, have to be sat because of performance as opposed to um, the other guy starting. If you start, if you start Locke, he's going to go into the tank. And when he comes out, he won't be able to perform, to perform as well. We, I believe that he can. It's better for the other guy to be the backup. Mind made up. Now let's go out and we're going to tell everybody it's an open competition and this is what we're going to do. Your mind's made up. Your mind's already made up. And I'm telling you, they'll go into camp when they say open competition. No, no. What you're saying right now is Trey's going to be the quarterback unless he just pisses down his leg. That's that's it. That's the bottom line. If he wins a Super Bowl, I think you can easily say that we go into camp. This guy's our quarterback. He just won the Super Bowl. He just won the Super Bowl. I, Trey, get mad. I don't care. You, you This guy, I'm going to see if he can do it again. I'm going to see if he can come in and he, can, he looks like he can handle the position. He just won six. He looks like he can handle it. Yeah. I, so – this is the Believe in 49ers podcast on Believe. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. It is what it is, right? They got fortunate with Brock, just like they got fortunate with Kittle, right? You, oh, yeah, they're you, not that smart. Yeah. You, you, yeah. Think, you, you, you think a guy's going to be that good, obviously you take him higher, right? So yes. they were fortunate. What if 
admitting they were fortunate in Purdy, it appear it appears now this could be a tough sell to ownership. Yeah. I understand. But it appears now you have a surplus at the quarterback position, right? Uh-huh. So what if it's not so much they were wrong about Trey? They just got extremely fortunate with Brock. And mm-hmm. now there's this opportunity here to maybe make this team a little bit give this this shelf life of this group a little bit more longevity in terms of being able to uh to trade to trade Trey, right? I like well who has more of a market right now? Trey or Brock? Would you say? Who has more of a market right now? What well, Trey probably has more of a market. Uh but in but terms the question, of Trey value. Like what what can they get? What can the Niners probably, get the most back? Trey, Trey probably has more of a mark at this point, like today, right now. Today, right now, today. Right now Trey. Trey, he's the third, he's the third pick of the draft. He's the third pick of the draft. So there, there's always somebody out there that you can bamboozle into saying that, you know, remember every car, every coach thinks he's smarter than the next. So there's always somebody that's going to be like, you know what? He's talented enough that I can get this done even without seeing him play. And there lies my point, right? Like, yeah, if, if what Peter King is saying is correct. Hold up, hold up now, hold up now. His trade, but you just said who has the most trade value. Remember one guy was the last pick of the draft. One was number three. That doesn't mean you're getting back three ones. I'm just saying his his trade. Well, no, value, I, don't, I don't think they're going to get back three ones. I but, like, but, like I would trade, be happy with a one and a three at this point. But well, I'm, but it, you may not even get that at this point. But what I'm saying is that his trade value is still based on where he was brought into the league. His trade value is going to be higher. It's, it's like Jimmy it's Jimmy Garoppolo's case. trade value. Jimmy Garoppolo was a two. Jimmy Garoppolo has done he, his trade value is going to be higher right now than where um where Brock is. So what, what do you think is the best case scenario in terms of a, a return for Trey? You know I don't play that game. You know I don't get into that one. I, I'm just I don't I don't get into what someone is is willing to give on something. I, I don't know. I, all I'm saying is that the price that I come I can look at the price that was paid and I can look at the yeah, only you way ain't, you ain't getting that back. The only way you're gonna get some the only way you're gonna get that back or or, or recoup you know, half of that, he's got to play. You're not going to get it back if he doesn't play. And that's so that's what I'm saying. So now back to what you were just saying. Hey, you know what? Guess what? We got lucky and we found our quarterback. We were fortunate enough to draft him to have the, yeah, you know what? We could have picked a lot of players, but we picked Rock Purdy and he has come along and he has got, he's got us winning. You still got two quarterbacks and you need two. We found that out in what, 20? You got you got two quarterbacks that you should feel like should be able to play, and like and everybody keeps saying like the Niners are on their third quarterback. Well, you're on your third quarterback, but you're not on your third string. Like this is the first time you had a backup playing all year long, because Jimmy's not a backup and Trey's not a backup. This is the first time you had a backup playing. So now, if you have Trey, remember Trey's on his rookie contract too, so you still don't have a lot of money in the position. That's what I'm thinking you would go into, because. Trey, you won't be able to go into next camp and trade Trey away. Even if Purdy wins the Super Bowl, you won't be able to trade him away and recoup what you put into it. I don't think you'll be able to trade him away and get a one and a three. Hmm. I, I I don't think you'll be able to do that. You're definitely not going to – because remember, if you a one and a three, that means you gave away two ones. 
Remember that. That's the part you keep forgetting because you he cost you a one. And not only did he cost you a one, he cost you the third pick of the draft. You realize Bosa was number two. You realize what you should be getting? Top five? Top five is a Hall of Fame pick. It's, that's not a Pro Bowl pick. That's not a starter pick. That's a Hall of Fame pick. That's what you're supposed to get. That's why I told what, – what have I told you since day one? There is only one untouchable on the Niners. What have I told you? Who is that? Yeah. You said 97 is untouchable. 97, everybody on and, – and, and wait a minute. I said it when he was even injured, didn't I? Yeah. And there, I told and you there's before, a before everything happened with Deshaun. I was willing to send him to Texas. And what did I say? I told you, I told you, bumped, you bumped your head on something. But <laughs> there's only one person on in the Niners uniform that is untouchable. I will trade. There is no there. You can if you make the right offer, everybody. I told you, Trent Williams, I, you Fred Warner. I don't care. Armstead, you you name him. Huff, there's nobody on this team. Other than that dude right there, because I told I, I what I told you but before he hurt his knee, when his knee was hurt, he's a Hall of Famer. This dude, that's he's going to play that way every year of his career. If you somehow, let's just say, let's just say Purdy does this or not, not even does this, but let's just say they decide he's the guy. If you somehow can get a one and a three. I'm not sure, or even just a one. I'm not sure if you're the for Trey. I'm not sure if you, if you're the Niners that you don't take a hard look at that. When you consider, they swapped ones yep. in Trey's draft, right? There was a one in twenty-two, which is already gone. The three in twenty-two, which is already gone. Yeah, you have the twenty twenty-three draft, which that pick is gone. That's that's one of the ones that were traded away for Trey. Well, if you're somehow able to recoup that. Coming off this season that you had, feeling like you have a franchise quarterback going yeah. forward and Mr. Yeah. Relevant, I don't know if you're Kyle and John, if you don't take a look at that. I Well, I, I can tell you right now, I would take a look at a one and a three because I can look at it this way because he cost me a one. But, but the number three pick of the draft, that's the thing that gets me. But that, Yeah, okay. that, that's so, the part, right? So, that's so, but this is the difference between a number three pick in a draft and depending on who you trade with, number 17 but, or number 22. But let me tell you, but let me tell you though, this is the thing. If so, so back to Purdy winning the Super Bowl, he wins the Super Bowl. I can get a one and a three back. I make that deal. I'll tell you why. Because the guy that I was, my number three Hall of Famer that I was drafting, I was drafting him to win me championships. Yeah. If Purdy wins me a championship, so guess what? So one of those threes, so if I get a trade, so if I get a one back for the one that I, I used to draft him, now th that one that I gave away that I'm saying I'm going to lose those other two ones, well, Mr. Irrelevant became one of those ones. So I can just, in my head, I can, I can justify saying I didn't really – Really, you know what? That one that you say got away, it didn't get away because we made up for it with that that seventh rounder because we found our franchise quarterback. Yeah. So there you go, and then I get a three back. So I'm saying I would look at that that, but that's if I win it all. If you didn't win it all, now this is what I this is what I told Peter. You're handcuffed by your own doing. You've already said that coming close wasn't good enough. 
you said that that position has to elevate you to winning the Super Bowl. Mm. I've already said the defense lost that last Super Bowl, but everything that's been written, everything that's been said, every action that has been made has been that the quarterback position has to elevate and win that game. If he doesn't, if he doesn't win that game, how do you step away from the guy that you drafted to elevate the position after an injury? And he hasn't had a chance to show that he can elevate the position and win that game. That's why you are trapped with them. Your own actions dictate that you do it. Your past. How can I not? How can I not? look at your future based on what you represented with your past actions. That is the biggest predictor. So I'm, so that's what I keep saying when everyone's like, I know we've been talking about this a long time, but, but when everyone's like, well, if he just plays, he just wins. It doesn't matter. And, and they're not tied to him and they're going to just look at it and say, Hey, this guy's way better than Trey. I'm like, that's the one that keeps getting me. He's just better than Trey. Trey sucks. Trey, Trey hasn't played. How do you know? We don't. We don't know what Trey is. So you know, in how, terms of what I'm the like, how, how is, back in the trade, we don't know how. We don't know what Trey is. It's a, it's amazing to me because it goes right back to the people who don't like Trey. They're already like Trey's a bum. He's a bust. He's a, this. Trey hasn't played. He hasn't played. It's the same thing I say about Ken Law and all these guys. They're bust. Like they hadn't played. Like I, like let them let them play. Let, let's get a couple of years under their belt before you start saying that. And, and like with Purdy, what I told you, what did I tell you about Purdy? I like what he's doing. He hasn't faced like any how, adversity yet. I like, I like how he's growing. I like how he's playing. Um, let's see. Let, let, when things don't go right, let's see. I, I hope that that doesn't happen until <laughs> way down the road. But I don't know. He hasn't played enough. He's, he's having a good stretch. Same thing I told you about Patrick Mahomes. When asked about him after his rookie season, I said he had a good rookie year. Let's see. Run it back. Let's run it when back. he started running it back, I'm like, oh, okay. All right. It, this, yeah, I mean, he, he's, he's quickly won over the fan base. And with winning over the fan base, somehow that. Winning does that, bro. Yeah, but the, the what you just, to, to your point, and shout out 49ers Mike, he, he tweeted something about this the other night. And I don't know if this is necessarily what he was getting at, but it's this notion that in order to prop one guy up, you got to put the other guy down, but they're both on your team, right? Like I, that, that I, part, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. get. Um, we shall see. Uh, this is the Believe in 49ers podcast on Believe. He is Super Bowl champion, Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. You mentioned the one guy who's untouchable. That's 97. Uh, we talked earlier in the week about him probably wrapping up the DPOY uh, with his performance last week. Uh, let's take it another level. How does he look as an MVP in this league? He's not a quarterback. He's not an offensive player. So I don't think it's going to happen. There are too many – reason being, his, it's not going to happen right now because you have too many young quarterbacks. Remember, there's a changing of the guard. Tom Brady, you, you lost a few years back. You lost um, uh, uh, Peyton Manning. Um, you're getting ready to lose Tom Brady. You lost Drew Brees, okay? Um, you're, there's a changing of the guard at the superstar quarterback position. So they, they, they want Patrick Mahomes. They want Allen. Hey, if Jalen Hurts, if this is who he is, that's what's happening. Because remember, the league is – 
um, advertised on the quarterback. That's the marquee position in the gladiator sport. So they want that guy to be the face of the league. They want one of those guys. I, I mean, you, you, you're down here in L.A. with me. Matthew Stafford is on every freaking commercial going out there. Mm. Now, you and I both know, I told you, Matthew Stafford is Matthew Stafford, and he did the most, uh, he did the most Matthew Stafford thing ever, but drop picks matter. He would, but as soon as they could elevate him, because, you know, it's a marquee team, it's a big market team. He, he did it in the Super Bowl, too. He did people, it. People gloss over. Like, he, like Aaron, yeah. Aaron Donald stepped up huge, and that, that defense stepped up huge and held Cincinnati to three instead of them getting seven on a particular possession that kept them in the game. I digress, yeah. but yeah. But, but, yeah, yeah. but, but see, if you can have – whenever they get an opportunity to push a quarterback out there, they're going to do that. So there are too many young quarterbacks that they're trying to get there and elevate them to that superstar status, team leader status, because Brady's gone. Breeze is gone. Manning's gone. They got it. They need those guys. So that makes it difficult for – that makes it difficult for Bosa this year, I think, um, now, how many games he's got left? Two? Two. You know, let him let him get 25 sacks. Maybe. Break the sack record. You know, get 25. If he does that, then, yeah. then you know, when you, you, you look at it like, okay, this dude did something on arguably the best team in the league, arguably the best defense in the league, and he did something that no other person in the league has done. I think it, I think it needs to be something that dramatic. Um, you know, like breaking your sack record to where um, he'll have an opportunity to get it. Other than that, I don't think he's going to get consideration for MVP. Um, just because of all the reasons I just gave. They, they just don't look at it. The M- MVP is not the best player in the league. Everybody, everybody always gets that mixed up. Everybody thinks that MVP means best player, and it doesn't necessarily mean that you're the best player. It's like earlier in the year when I was saying that um, um, earlier in the year when I was saying that Huff, like that's the MVP of the team right now. What he was doing at that time was most important. Now, now when I'm saying that, everybody, you forgot about both of you. It's like, no, I haven't. No, I haven't. You know my one untouchable. Bosa's at 17 and a half sacks right now. That would be yeah. a large undertaking. He would what's, I mean, what's the sack record? Al Baker, 20. I think it's 20, 22? 23 in 1978. Al Baker. Strahan and TJ Watt had 22 and a half. They're tied for second. So 23 is the sack record. So he's at 17? He's at 17 and a half. So he would have to get so, so I mean, if, if he five gets, and a if, half to tie he, it. Get six, get six, get three this week and three. He, he can get – see, I mean, he could do that. He could get three and three, and he'd break the record, right? He would actually – he would break the record. I'd give him 23 yeah. and a half. He if, if he gets – if he does that, I think he has I, – I would I would argue that he's the league MVP. He's the if, – if he's the best player on the best team, on the, the best – the best player on the best unit on arguably the best team in the league. Yeah, I, I, that's that's MVP. That's MVP caliber. You can say that this is the most valuable player in the league. I, I could look at it because you can't look at the 49ers and say that there's another player um, 
that's carrying things. The only guy that you could possibly even throw into that conversation would maybe be uh, McCaffrey. But McCaffrey hasn't been here the whole year, so he can't be your MVP because, look, you won how many games before he even showed up? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so, so that takes him out of it. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on Believe. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Uh, time now for your keys, ED. We got the Niners in Vegas to take on the Raiders. 105 kickoff on Fox. Kevin Kugler, Mark Sanchez, Laura Oakman on the call. If you're into that sort of thing, they're going up against a Raiders team that is beyond fractured at this point. Yeah. Mathematically, they are still uh, eligible for the playoffs, but a whole lot of things have to happen to go their way. Yeah. So they've got basically like a 1% chance, right, to, to make it to the postseason. And the Raiders pretty much have thrown in the towel. Derek Carr has been asked not to return. Uh, they're going to go with Jared Stidham as the quarterback. Um, that was the biggest story around the NFL this Ooh. week, the benching of uh, uh, Derek Carr. I said Derek, right, not David. Um, yeah, you said Derek. Uh, the biggest story around the league this week. And so the Niners have to go into uh, this situation, taking on a, a facing a team that's going to be playing with a new quarterback for uh, the first time this season. And so uh, that leads us now to your keys, ED. What do you got, Niners and Raiders? Uh, well, before that, huge game still for the Niners. You talk about getting that number two seed. Obviously, you need Minnesota to lose, but you got to continue to keep winning if you want to try to get into that two spot. Uh -huh. uh, and then mathematically, they're still alive for the one, although a lot of things you know, would have to happen uh, for that, meaning Philly essentially. Yeah. Out. Uh, but your keys, ED. Um, this is another easy one, just like last week. I was like, you, you got a coaching, you know, they had a coaching staff last week that um, the team was built and the design, the system is for them to play like the Niners. And I, like I said, that wasn't going to work this week. We don't have to break down individual positions again. We don't have to do any of that stuff. The team is not good enough. The Niners, the, the, this is an issue of not playing according to your competition. One of the hardest thing in sports the Niners are better in every phase of the game. Teams, offense, defense, coaching, play to your standard. That's all you have to do. Play to your standard, and you'll win this by three scores. The Raiders just simply – they are a hot mess. It's a dumpster fire. Um, and it, what you have to do going into a game like this is focus on doing the things that you do. It's about execution. Game plan, execution, playing to your standard. That's all they have to do. The Raiders can't beat the Niners unless the Niners go in and lay an egg. So you just don't allow yourself to do that. This is where the leaders of the team make certain that everybody lives up to the standard, starting with themselves. That's that's how you win a game like this. Those are ED's keys here on the Believe in 49ers podcast. Uh, Niners and Raiders in Vegas is expected to be a very pro uh, Niner crowd out there uh, in the 702. Is, one, one is, is there ever a game? Is there ever a game that is not a pro Niners crowd? No, but it, it's it's a little surprising considering the uh, considering. I mean, obviously, I know the Raiders don't have a lot to play for, but considering that fan base, right? Because they're one of, they're one of those fan bases that. You know, travel well as well, right? They got a red, I, I get all of that. Guess what? Base. 
Um, so it's yeah. a little bit surprising considering, you know, who they're It's playing. not surprising to me. How many games have they won? Well, yeah, at this point, people don't show up when you lose. Yeah, you, can, I'm and, sorry. And you cash in on your tickets, right? I mean, you it's entertainment. Tickets. Yeah, it's yeah. entertainment. So, guess what? If I'm not entertained, I'm not showing up. Who buys a movie? Who buys a ticket to a movie that they know is bad? It's entertainment. No one. You're trying to make some change. And there's, there it is. <laughs> I'm going to sell this ticket. There's no, there's no reason for me to hold on to this ticket and watch this bad movie again. Watch it again when somebody <laughs> when somebody will buy this ticket from me. Let them go and be mis miserable. I mean, what a mess the Raiders are <laughs> these days. Are you kidding me? I mean, this and I for one, like I I actually believed like this time for the head coach would be different. I actually I actually thought I didn't agree with them uh, letting go of Basaccia, mm -hmm. but I thought this time around for this guy that it, it would actually you know, it, it, it would actually work out. Um, but uh, it's this first season, my goodness. Uh, and, and their defense, I mean, one thing you know about, about the Raiders, uh, their defense will always keep you in the game. Yeah. Um, they, they've blown multiple double-digit leads so far this season. So there's that as well. Not that you want to get down in, in, in that atmosphere, but you know the door is never necessarily closed uh, against this team. So, uh, look, this, this will be game number – number 16 uh on the docket as we're inching closer towards the end of the regular season and into the playoffs here as always we want to encourage you to download subscribe rate and review located wherever you find your podcast if there's a like or follow button on your particular podcast subscription service go ahead hit that like or follow button give us a like on youtube as well that's believe in 49ers b-l-e-a-v y'all know how it's spelled by now uh, hit us up on social media i'm at our haylock on twitter he is at underscore eric davis underscore and on Instagram, I am at Watch Ray Ray. He is at ED25. Want to wish all of you a happy and safe new year. Yep. Uh, safe, safely welcome in the, the year 2023 uh, to you and all, all, all of your families out there. And appreciate y'all for rocking with us uh, throughout this entire time. For my partner, Super Bowl champion Eric Davis, I'm Rashawn Haylock. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast on Believe. We'll see y'all. Next year! Next year! Peace! <laughs> Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.